This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Corey Major still not in today. He will be back on Monday. You got me, Kevin Hagelin. You have Mike Bassick, and the prodigal son has returned for the day. It's Reginald Atatula. Gentlemen, how are you today on a shout-out Friday? And I was listening to the Get Right last night. I texted you an answer to one of your questions. I enjoyed your segment. You did. I appreciated that proof that you actually do listen to the night show. It's a quality show. Him and CA last night, what's your favorite stat in sports? I also was, I'll talk to you later about, I was a big fan of the segment before and just watching y'all blow right through the break. Mm-hmm, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Yep. Was it about Salem witch trials? No. So here's the question that Mike, Mike. Nobody can do Salem witch trials like you. Here's what Mike wants to know. 877-881-1053. Were there wizard trials? Take it away, Mike. So uh, our guy Bobby Belt said he has to go to Salem or something here uh-huh. after the show. Mm-hmm. And then it just thought, then my head goes into Salem witch trials. And I'm like, isn't that crazy that. Was it 200 years ago, approximately? It is 400. 400 years ago. Yeah, close enough. We okay. were burning people to death, really just women, because we thought, oh, that's a witch. And then women I just thought, at what point do you go back and look at the documents and go, got that one right? <laughs> like, glad we burned her to death. And then I thought, wow, out of all the things, like, you know, you talk about sexism. We never had wizard trials, as far as I know. We never like, yeah, and that man's a bad guy. Let's burn him to death, you know, because he... He wizard us. <laughs> I am not. Nailed it. The subject itself and those people burning alive is not funny. It's I'm laughing at Mike talking about wizarding people to death. I also never understood that either is either you're a witch and you'll use your witch powers to escape this, at which point then we will kill you. Or you will die, and sorry, you weren't really a witch, but at least you'll die as a great human. I didn't really ever totally understand that logic. Kevin, you are taking everybody at face value here, which, I mean, you think that they like were saying what they meant, or do you think you, they just wanted to kill some folks? You know that's the problem that I run into, Reggie. I take people at what they say is what they really mean, and I hope that people, I hope for the best for everyone, and like no one has nefarious ideas and stuff. I realize that you're right. They're like, let's kill that person. Say she's a witch. Done. Fantastic start to the show, John. Yeah. So my question was going to be, can Kyrie carry the Mavs to the real playoffs? And obviously now you have the new Luka factor. How many games do you think he will actually miss? But it is also a shout-out Friday. And somebody texted this in yesterday, and I thought they made a great point. Shout out to the YouTubers, because a lot of times when I ask for feedback, I'll be like, 
hey, hit us up if you're on the Twitch or text us at 877-881-1053. But I know there's people listening on the app and the YouTubers who are heavily involved in the show as well. So shout out to you guys for being a huge part of our massive success over like the last, especially the last year or so. Now, All to, right. to basketball. All right. Multi-tiered question. Can Kyrie carry the Mavs to the real playoffs? How many games do you think Luka will actually miss? And what would be your worst first-round matchup for Dallas? I because like, you could still hit a bunch of these teams. Okay, so I like all these questions. My first question back, though, before I have to answer is, are you saying if Kyrie had to play without Luka the rest of the season? Yeah, or I, let's say off of the old timeline where he said, I'm probably going to be out like a week. I still think that's in play, even though the MRI right. came back clean. Let's just say, because now you're talking about, you know, multiple games that you're going to miss. Can he keep the momentum going or actually maybe restart the momentum for this Mavericks team? I don't think so. Okay. So... I do think Luka is better than Kyrie. Okay. Not by a lot. I mean, it's like, I think that in a weird way, people have tried to take sides on the Dallas Mavericks. Now you're like, I either hate Luka or love Luka, or I either love Kyrie or hate Kyrie instead of going, man, I really need this to work out together. And then the tough thing is, is we really don't know if it's even going to be a future deal. That's the tough thing about this whole Maverick trade is you're like well i mean am i just watching it for 20 games or am i watching it for three more years yeah and we honestly have no clue i I mean we hear things i hear that it's not going to be much more than this season that he's going to be a laker next year um but i'd say no this this team is not good enough Kyrie, Kyrie, for the most part and this is way back when he was young that was the only time he's ever played with a team that didn't have another superstar on it by 2015, if I have his years right, he's drafted in 2012. In yes. 2015, LeBron and Kevin Love joined the Cleveland Cavaliers. From there, he joins Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. From there, he joins Kevin Durant and uh, I guess James Harden somewhat, not as fast. And then, so you just, you look at Kyrie. Kyrie's never played really by himself as the only guy yes there's been injuries where this year he played without Kevin Durant because of injury but if he had to play the rest of this season with his second best player being I don't know Tim Hardaway Jr yeah I'm guessing at this point I don't even know who the second best player is Josh Green is obviously struggling right now to adjust to the trade situation Uh, Christian Wood plays 15 to 20 minutes a night you know I I think that you'd lose most of your game. I don't even want to say most. I think you'd play under 500. If Kyrie had to finish these last 15 games, I would guess you would go six and nine. Because Kyrie really has been, and it was 2011 when he was drafted, but I I understand your point nonetheless, is he's really been fantastic since he got here. I did the stat breakdown. 27.6 points per game, 6.6 assists per game, 5.3 rebounds per game, maybe even more importantly for folks, 41% from three, 51% field goal percentage, and I don't know how much stock you put in NBA plus minus, but plus 84 since he's been here. So since he's been here, it's been really good. Yeah, I don't it, put much stock in it. I'm a big Justin Holiday fan. It was unfair that he was a negative 30 the other <laughs> night. Because he did contribute by not. going 0 of 5 and getting released from the Atlanta Hawks, who desperately needed wing help. And they're like, you suck. You and the Mavs are, are like, you want to play 48 a big minutes Justin a night? Holiday fan. Hey, you got a brother. Does he want to come over here? Yeah, we always get the bad brother. Why can't we ever get the good brother? 
You just wait. The Giannis thing's going to work out. I know we've Remember lost, when we picked I up your brother for brother. 23 games? Will you play with us? Because you're the good one. Yeah. You just you just wait. That's, uh, that's going to work out. And then what do you think about this? Because I do see this a lot when you talk about picking sides. From the 6A2, we don't hate Luka. His teammates play better without him. They are more motivated, and there's a lot more movement. I could see the movement. Especially move- when they were 0-7 this year. I could see the movement. Oh, yeah. Well, before Kyrie got here, oh, my God, it was awful. Yeah. I th- I think, I don't know if they're saying with Kyrie. I do agree that sometimes there's more movement with the basketball. Sure. I think that's fair. But I don't know about the rest of it. But that's the thing that it comes back to is, People are like, well, they'll step up with Kyrie or they'll play better with Kyrie. Maybe a way. Part of me wants Luka to miss the rest of the year just to show these people that Kyrie's very good. The rest of your players aren't. Yeah. And you're going to run into major issues and Kyrie's going to get really frustrated. I get it got off to a great start. I can't argue that if I have the two, teams right, Sacramento first, and the yeah. Clippers, were those the two games you won without Luka? I Luka's? believe that mm-hmm. is correct. So I, I get what you did. If you're telling me just eliminating Luka from this team now puts you in the NBA Finals because you're dominating Sacramento and you're dominating the Clippers because of those two games, good luck with that. You know what? At 11 o'clock, I got a crazy-ass trade I'll throw out there just for all the people who think maybe this franchise would be better off with Does it involve Luka. Steve DeBerg? It, no, it's a, it's an in-sport trade. You know what? Now that I realize that you're back, you're the one who drives this more than anybody uh, because you, you recruit Mike and Corey what? into your Steve DeBerg fandom, and you I resent that are statement. a bad example for them. Wow. You're a great person, but when it comes to Steve DeBerg, you're a bad example for them. It's not my fault. I blame Cor- Colby. Um, <laughs> that is very fair. Colby is where this all started. He's the number one person to blame for all the Steve DeBerg discussion. I don't even think this needs to be any level of indictment on Luca or Kyrie. You just leaned in on the game plan of, you know, track me, right? Yes. All offense, maybe the minimal defense. You take away one of the tent poles of that offense, I don't think that this whole game plan works, right? So I think like the very basic statement of, you take away Luka Doncic or Kyrie Irving from this, you you know, trying to outscore people, and it's going to be untenable. Yeah, no, and that's that's the terrifying part of the playoffs or just this team in general is it feels like, all right, did you get to – I know it's not, a, it's not always going to work like this, but did you get to 125 or 130? No? Well, then you probably lost. Like, that, that feels like the way all of these playoff games are going to play out. Now, I realize that the Mavericks could still hit a plethora of different opponents right down to if they even start in the real playoffs or if they have to go through Minnesota, the Lakers, like who, however you think it'll shake out. Who do you think is the worst play first-round playoff opponent for the Mavericks? I think Denver, because I just think they're the best. And what I, the hell are we going to do to stop them? Yeah. I, well, what are we going to do to stop any of these teams is a fair point. I, I think I think Denver, um, in a weird way, if they were completely and totally healthy, which they probably won't be, I guess the Clippers don't seem to be the best matchup for a Luka Doncic-led Maverick team, even yeah. though they do take them to seven games. I don't... You know, Phoenix, if Phoenix has a healthy Kevin Durant, we're screwed. But I don't know how healthy he will be in the first round. So, I, I um, Memphis, heck, you're about to play him three out of your next five games. Now, I don't, Jaw's not going to play in the, the first two of them. Yes. Luca probably won't play in those either. Did you see that Sacramento has caught them, by the way? 
Right. Well, or Memphis has fallen down to them, however you prefer to describe that. But if you went into the playoffs and they didn't have Steven Adams, that helps. Yeah. Because I'm assuming Steven Adams gets 26 rebounds a game. But I also assume <laughs> that Rudy Gobert would do that last year in the playoffs, and he didn't. So, yes, that I don't is know. true. Reggie, that, do you have kind that of your... Embiid was going to have 100 points against us. Of the of the teams in the West kind of in that space that would not fare well or that the Mavs probably wouldn't fare well against? Yeah, I who, who would be your worst? If the Mavericks drew who, would you say they have no chance? I don't know if I'm going to say the worst, and I – also don't know if I'm going to say that they have no chance, but I don't like that matchup with the Phoenix Suns. I understand that there's a lot of narrative and drama around that. You get the Devin Booker thing. The problem is that's actually a really good defensive team on top of the fact that they have guys that can get their shot whenever they want. What about if you play them in the first round without Kevin Durant? That gets a lot more tenable. I think that that's fair, but I, I I am not under the assumption that Kevin Durant is going to miss playoff time. Okay. Now, of course, we, you know, with the ankle sprain, I think it's high ankle, in fact. Yeah. Um, a lot of people saw the aggregations that were like, oh, this could be really bad. That was one of two different reports. Windhorse was like, yeah, they are going to, re, you know, look at the MRI and then they'll go from there. And it was very much like they are not all too concerned about it. But the one that got aggregated a lot was the doom and gloom one, maybe because that's kind of the way that our uh, attention economy works. Yeah. And so I'm not certain that this is actually going to be as negative as it's been portrayed, and I think that KD will be there. Well, the interesting thing about that is I'm seeing, like, Woj and other spots this morning are like, hey, they're going to revisit it in two to three weeks. Phoenix Suns Twitter said yesterday they would revisit in three weeks. So... Obviously, and revisit, you could be like, great, I'm good to go. Let's right. roll. Or, of course, you could be like, hmm. So, I still, do you feel like two to four weeks is what we're looking at? Because I know at first, four to six popped up. Or do you think four is just always going to be on the high end? Because you've got a month of the season left. Right. And I, I think that that's probably on the high end. But I think it's a fair it's a fair question either way. So, Assuming that Kevin Durant is playing, I don't like that matchup. I mean, you saw one of the reasons why. You don't have anybody that can stop him from getting to his spot. Nope. And when he gets to his spot, he is dangerous. We had Hardaway on him. He was trying. Josh Green was on him at one point, too. I like that better. But uh, that didn't really And then well. how many games do you think Luka is going to miss? Because I look back at, and I know they said the MRI came out clean, but that, that doesn't mean that you're not still in pain or hurting or anything like that. I go back to after the New Orleans game, you said it's probably going to be a week. Well, you have three more games to go in the span of the week with a back-to-back with Memphis and with San Antonio. If I said Luca will miss those three games, you say about right, more, less? I could see it. I mean, Mike, what do you think on this? Because it, it seems like it's simply a, hey, what can you stomach? Like a pain threshold type thing. So if he gets to a point in three games where he's like, this is rested enough and the rest I can deal with, with, you know, pain medication or just kind of gritting through it, then I can easily see that. He's not a he's not a wimpy dude. Like he, he can, you know, battle through some stuff. So the question is, how many games do I think he's going to yeah. miss? Two to five. Okay. So, I, I I mean, I know that it's tough because I think that Reggie's right. They found out MRI-wise, <clears throat> at least we have to take them for their word, that it's not hurt. It, it's it's hurt, but it's it's, it's a pain or, yeah. threshold. It's, yeah. it's what can you play with? What do you think you can be effective with? So, I'm guessing he's going to sit out a week. Um, yeah, that's what I think, yeah. And it could be two weeks. So, I think it's a week to two weeks, and then you – 
he really has to come back at 100%. I know just like we were talking in the hallway, I mean, with Sean Sharif, and I agree with this, you never know when Luke is hurt or not hurt. He fakes everything that he's dead, and you're like, there's no way that that hurts that yeah. bad. But it's amazing that the guys that are great at faking injuries, and I wonder if this is just growing up overseas. I know other Americans do it too, Dwayne Wade, Paul Pierce. But, man, I need to fake like a soccer player that I'm really hurt. And if I miss a shot, I'm going to fake even more how bad I'm hurt, and that's why I missed it. And if I make it, I might be like, oh, man. But it's amazing when those guys get the basketball, the fake injury guys, how they are completely and totally healthy when they touch the basketball. Then after they release the ball, they have now gone back to being hurt. Uh, I used to feel that way about Tiger Woods as well when he would miss a shot. And he was like, oh, my God, my leg does hurt. And then when he make it, he's like, yeah, let's celebrate. I'm good. But perhaps the most important thing – as I am vindicated from the 214. I forgot all about Steve DeBerg. Welcome back, Reggie. And that leads into stuff like this from the 760. I need Steve DeBerg every hour That's right. on the hour. Why haven't you booked him, though? Well, I know you're not officially on our show anymore, but you know what? Joey, right hasn't, on that. Joey hasn't booked him either. No, you won't. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's talk about the dominant Dallas Stars. Plus, when do you start looking at or caring about NFL mock drafts? 877-881-1053. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Here comes Fox right down the middle. And he puts that one top shelf on Comrie for the eighth goal for the Stars. The level of sadness... From that Buffalo radio call, I get it because guess what? The Stars would score two more goals. Mm. It was happening during the get right. I really enjoyed that as well. The Stars defeat the Buffalo Sabres 10-4. to I repeat, 10-4 to as the Stars had nine different players who scored goals yesterday. But they were in the crease. Yeah, well, guess what? We changed that rule now. Is the 10 goals scored by the Stars tied for the most in franchise history. It was it was an incredible night. Jamie Benn, in addition to his goal, he had two assists. You just heard Roddick Foxa. He had the two goals. Marchment also had two assists. Jason Robertson, no goals. But three assists. He said, I'm going to get some points. I know. And that was the only, I was talking with Joey last night. I said, the only thing is I wish we could have diverted a couple of those goals over to Robo just so we can get back on, like, record pace. But it was absolutely incredible. The downside, Tyler Sagan with the dreaded lower body injury. Would you rather, if you're a hockey player, what's worse, lower body injury or upper body injury? Because this is the it's only two injuries. That's right. I think lower body. I think lower body too. Okay. I, it's a lot of lower body to get that skating and, you know, be able to manage it. Although I guess core injuries really suck. That's, I don't know. Where I, does the upper body start? Above the waist? Yeah, I think so. I think waistline yeah. is where we're going. Yeah. So you're going to go lower body? I still go lower body because once your legs are done, you're done. Yeah. That actually that makes a quite a quite a bit of sense. So big win for the Stars as they retake sole possession of the Central Division, and they are one point behind the Kings, who have played one more game, and the Golden Knights for most overall points in the Western Conference. And plus, they scored 10 freaking goals. That's right. I've been telling them to score seven a game, and you won't lose. And they were like, you know what? Here's three more. That 
I mean, sure. I'm inclined to agree with that. Thank that, you. That if they win, if they score seven goals right. every single time, yep. that they will win exactly. every single time. That 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 is fair. But also, maybe most importantly, outside of just getting the two points, it's the way you start the road trip. So we talked about this a few days ago. A six-game, two-week road trip, and you get the first two points in emphatic fashion. And now, much like the Mavericks play Memphis back-to-back on Saturday and Monday, the Stars will play, will play Seattle back-to-back on Saturday and Monday. That feels like a very odd scheduling anomaly that both of our teams right. would run into the same team on the same day in the same kind of sequence. So I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, a very emphatic victory for the Stars, who should be on a point streak right now if it weren't for that stupid last seven seconds against Calgary. Yeah, that was a really, uh, that was quite a letdown of a game. Now, one thing I want to ask you, Kevin, before okay. we move along. Were you concerned at all about, like, them also giving up four goals? Because yes. it's easy to forget that when you had the, like, goal-scoring extravaganza yes. that they had on the other side. But the defensive effort has been one of that's been a little concerning for the Stars of late, and they still gave up four goals. No, I, I think you're right, because going back to the Calgary game, I know we talked about the last seven seconds, and I get that, but I was kind of infuriated about how the first period went as well. And you look at... You know, it's not it's not the stoutest start to March for Ottinger. Specifically, like you'd be fine with the Arizona and the Colorado games, both of which obviously you won. But now you look at his last two starts, he gave up nine goals in those two. And that is just not ever gonna be tenable, especially when you have what I think is one of the best five goaltenders in the league. And I don't feel like that's like a shocking opinion or anything like that. So a little concerned about that indeed, Reggie. Thanks, man. Who are the best goalies in the league? Uh, the stupid Boston goalie is pretty incredible. But then again, or Bobby Orr. No, well, hold on. But Bobby Orr wasn't a goalie to begin with, though. Did he played for Boston. He did. <laughs> Got that right. But in your face, Olmark is is the name I was looking for for uh, for Boston, All but right. not. You didn't think he could name a Boston player. You know what? You're probably right about that is... Chicago have a good goalie? Uh, Is his name Chelios? No, and also Chris Chelios wasn't the goalie for them. Did he play for Chicago? He did. Mm. Got that right. Two for two. But why wouldn't you say Ed Belfour? Played for the Stars. Okay, but before that, he played for Chicago. I don't follow hockey until they come here. Okay. What about Gustafsson? Sounds like a Russian. I don't like Russians. <laughs> the They've attacked Ukraine. The Minnesota They're goaltender. trying to ruin our economy. Uh-huh. They're Facebooking things uh-huh. about votes, I think, or something. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. You know what? Because They're helping China that, send balloons. Let's, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and shift. Okay. It's going to be one of those days. Oh, like a shift. Go. Like a, a hockey shift. Mm, okay. Three for three, Kevin. How long is a hockey shift, give or take? 45 seconds, I okay. believe. Actually, close enough. I was looking for about 50 to 65 seconds. but like It just matters what? how you want to play the game. You know, different coaches have different styles. Sometimes they have shorter shifts. Sometimes they have longer shifts. Okay, I think you're right about that. But I'm also, glad there's an I in that word. Why, are, why, why is it encouraging people? Patrick Waugh was a goalie. I know. Colorado. No, but what's, tell me the other team. Can you tell me one other team he played for? 
That like Montreal. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That was the greatest guess of my Hockey whole life. Yes, you didn't yeah, know. No clue. Mike Bassett. All right. Well, the ho- Montreal Expos. Ho- you know that is not the Montreal right. Canadiens. Okay, close enough. Actually. All right. For the purposes yeah, of this, blue. are you okay if I shift to football? I know you love some hockey, I and do you're love rolling hockey. with hockey right now. Thank you. You know what? How many? Just we don't have to get into it. How many of the NHL teams do you think you could name? Oh, I want to play this game. How many are there? 30? Yes. Actually, no. 15 to 20, I guess. I forgot that there's been expansion. You want me to start now? No. How many did you say? 15 to 20. Okay. And there's 32. It's a good number. That means 16 in each division. Or sorry, each conference. conference. Then they have the, they don't even know. I don't even know the words. I don't even understand the hockey playoffs. It's the stupidest playoffs I've ever seen made. Just the seating. Really? He doesn't like the seating. The the intensity of hockey playoffs is amazing. Yeah. But they switched it out from going one through eight to, all right. Yeah, you're the. Here's what we're going to do. You're the Nightingale division winners, (laughs) and you're the slush puppy winners, and you get the wild wild Wookiees. They have pretty basic division names. Atlantic, (laughs) Metropolitan, Central, and Pacific. I don't feel like Metropolitan. What is that supposed to mean? And so they take those three. Those uh-huh. three. Is that when you, there's like three different flavors in the ice cream bucket? Yeah. yeah, no, that's Neapolitan. There's no Neapolitan division. Why not? I don't know. I didn't name the hockey division. Uh, you know what? You should be the Neapolitan wild card if you have the best record that didn't win a division because you just combine it all and you're like, well, you're the best. You're the Neapolitan. Mm. You get the fourth seed, I get, except they might have the 73rd seed. I don't know how it works. <laughs> all right. Reggie, would you like... Wouldn't just one play eight and two play seven? Wouldn't that just be a lot more simpler? That that would be a lot more simpler. You know what, Kevin? I do hear your (laughs) argument about me messing things up when I'm on the show. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. You didn't think I was going to participate in hockey talk, (laughs) did you? You know what? I didn't. All right. Reggie, Carter, YouTubers, Twolos, Tolos. Would you rather shift to when do you care about mock drafts or do you want to see how many NHL teams... Mike can actually name. Mike? Mike? Okay, Carter is chanting Mike. Peyton, I think, is still back there as well. Peyton he, is also chanting Mike. He's also Mike. chanting he's really for Mike. Tired. Okay. Well, the Buffalo Bisons, um, it's the Buffalo Sabres. Okay. I know. Okay. I was there. Man, I tell you what, every time their goalie took a dump, they had to talk about <laughs> it on Sports Talk Radio. I'm like, can you talk about something else besides hockey in this city? Do you remember city? his name? He is white. <laughs> That's not a name. What do you mean white's not a name? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah okay. Thank you. For the purposes of this goalie, white is not his name. Oh, okay. Haskin something? Ha- Hosky? Dominic Hosher. Yeah, see? I was really close. <laughs> you called him old Hosky? Yeah. Okay. So, Buffalo and the Dallas Stars, it's Sabres, uh-huh. right? Uh, you have the New Jersey Devils, the New York Rangers. Okay. That's four. The uh, San Jose Sharks, the Five, Las Vegas Knights, six, the Las Vegas King or the Los Angeles Kings, the Las Vegas Knights, it's Golden, Golden Knights. That's okay. right. Okay, oh, good. Uh, that's Jeez. why I asked if you gave him credit. Good enough. All right, you're up to seven. Tampa Bay Lightning win it all the time. The uh, Boston Bruins. That's correct. The Philadelphia Flyers. That's correct. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. The Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> We give him credit for that. He knows it. Are the right, Winnipeg 12. Jets still alive? 
Don't I won't name them. Edmonton say, Oilers. Is that an official then guess. the Minnesota North Stars. Except they're not the North Stars. They are the Timberwolves. <laughs> they are. They are the Minnesota Green Team. Uh, we'll you skip, don't know, do you? We'll skip that one for a little bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, they're in Minnesota. I know that they came back. It's great for them. I'm really proud of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Florida Panthers. Um, let's see what other season. The St. Louis Blues. They're good at hockey. Um, Are they? Historically? Yeah. How histor- many am I up like to? You're up to 15. I did it. I said 15. We... We def- I did it. I knocked it out of the park. The the crazy team in Seattle now. The Waxahachies or something. <laughs> what? what? How does that work? The Krakens. Yeah, oh, that is correct. How did they get yeah. there from the Waxahachies. Yeah. What is it? Waxahachie is not the Kraken. I feel like if you went to Waxahachie, you got a chance of finding a Kraken. <laughs> no. They got mad I mowed their lawn one time. Oh, Remember the that city of Waxahachie? Yeah. Yeah, I mowed a baseball field oh, and they yeah, thought I, I had this. committed a crime. Um, that's good. I did I did enough. Hey, you skipped by it because you didn't put the it in. The Washington as- Wizards, the Washington Capitals. Uh, see? Would you like to put the Florida Panthers down as an official guess or no? Oh, no. Did they move? I'm asking. I, I say yes. Did that they- is correct. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I said Florida Panthers, but then you scared me. Is the Winnipeg Jet- Jets no more? Are they done? They're correct! Yeah, <sighs> see, I got it right. Old Jetsies. All right, you got 19. You said 15 to 20. Do you want to take a shot at either what the Minnesota team is? Are the or- New York Islanders still alive? I'm going to guess them. That is correct! The Rangers, the Islanders, and the Devils. So I got the, the three New York, New Jersey teams. And you got the Sabres as well. So if you want to count the... Oh, yeah, the four. That's true. Yeah, Buffalo's in New York, too. Congratulations, Buffalo. <laughs> For being in New York. You got Duntire Park. They renamed it. The but ones that's where I, I believe you skipped, at least a couple of these you would have never gotten, right. is you skipped the Ottawa Senators. I know them because I played against the Lynx there. The Detroit Red Wings. Ah, uh, that's an easy one. The Carolina Hurricanes. Ah, uh, I was thinking Carolina, and I was thinking of, like, it's a red and black circle, but I couldn't remember Correct. their name. yeah. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Ah, uh, that's Derek Holland's favorite team. The Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I was like, that's an easy one because we talked about uh, Roy Waugh. The Arizona Coyotes. Ah, uh, I probably wouldn't have got theirs. The <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks. Ah, oh, that's an easy one. Sparky. The Minnesota Wild. We were looking for the Minnesota Wild. And and then I believe you also skipped the Vancouver Canucks and Anaheim Ducks. Ah, the Duckies. Who did we skip anybody else or did we get the the Kings? Did he? I did say LA Yeah, he Kings. did say. Oh, did apologies. you say the Pittsburgh Penguins? I forgot. No, them. he didn't say the Penguins. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a big one. So good. You did you did better? That I would have anticipated. I was really curious what you were going to say for Minnesota. Yes, it's the Minnesota Wild. And, oh, yeah, did you say the Nashville Predators? Didn't no. I? Okay, so there you go. Mike Bassett. I know the best player in the league is Connor McDavid. Is he? Yeah, yes. Okay. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here at 105 through the fan. I from the from the two on four man, lots of hatches popping these days, and also somebody texted in for the segment we were gonna do. I don't ever care about mock drafts. Fair enough. 
Thank you for participating. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It is, in fact, a shout-out Friday. If you want to send those shout-outs in, whether they're to Mike's Hockey Knowledge or anything else in the world, 877-881-1053. Get involved, YouTubers. Get involved, Twolos. Coming up next, it's Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick. How excited are you for the United States of America Woo! next? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. If you're wondering about that Reggie hiccup, it's because we spent the entire break seeing how many presidents they could list. We had to stop, but they're currently up to 36 out of 46. Mostly Carter. Apparently, he's a president buff. Yeah, Carter's been crushing it with some of the, like, I would say more obscure for people, presidents. And it is a shout-out Friday from the 817. Shout-out to my boys Hector and TJ. They've been killing it at life. From the 682, shout-out to y'all. Vibes are immaculate on this Friday. And then another one, really appreciate it. From the 682, shout out to y'all. Days suck sometimes, but y'all never do. Glad that we can help right now. It's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Basick. All right, so Team USA plays the Redcoats tomorrow. So I'd really like Great Britain to walk out in Redcoats. Are you a fan of Britain in general? I think so. They're okay with me now. Okay. 
Wait, what no, did you I do really disliked him in the mid 1700s. Okay. They really, they really. I was sure. Me. I thought maybe more no. recently you didn't like him. I don't know. I don't know. Have they done something that I should not like him about? Like Brexit or something? <laughs> we can keep going. You don't have to be invested okay. best in Brexit. If the if Team USA struggles to hit, and they are going to be a fun team to watch. I'll go over their roster in a little bit. Do you know who Team USA's batting practice pitcher is? No. It is Michael Young. Oh. He does all the batting practice. I do think this is funny. Um, I talked to Jared Sandler, and he said it's just because they ran out of titles and they had to give him one. But he is the batting practice pitcher. If you go to their roster, coaches, Mark DeRosa, manager. Obviously, he's very tight with Mark DeRosa. DeRosa wanted Michael Young, who's played in the World Baseball Classic and represented Team USA. But their hitting coach is Ken Griffey Jr. Cool. Uh, their pitching coach is Andy Pettit. Uh, their bullpen coach is Dave Rigetti, who I thought at the time when I didn't know Maddox was coming back, I was like, dude, I'd love for Bochi to bring Dave Rigetti back into the game too because I've just heard so many great things about him as a pitching coach when he was with San Francisco. But I'm very happy that Maddox is the uh, pitching coach for the Texas Rangers too. But it's just down at the bottom, number nine, Michael Young. It's title batting practice pitcher. I mean, that's pretty cool. All right, so... Real quick, uh, I've been watching the World Baseball Classic. I watched it a little bit this morning. Uh, the J- J- Japan just destroyed Korea. Uh, Korea's off to a very bad start. And so, we talked about yesterday how Cuba's off to a terrible start, yeah. too. Now, losing to Japan, most likely everybody's going to lose to Japan in that bracket. They're going to probably go undefeated, go in as a one seed once the pull play uh, gets done. But most everybody thought, well, Korea's going to be the two seed. And they still can. You have two teams come out of your your pool play. And uh, for Team USA, most people are expecting Team USA will be the one seed out of their pool play. I think defending champion. Yes, they are from 2017. And I think most people, I don't know what the odds are, but would probably say Mexico probably has the best chance of being the two seed out of their bracket. Canada doesn't look very strong. Sometimes they have uh, some pretty good players. They've upset uh, the United States. And we've seen a lot of upset so far in this in this uh, pool play, so was it yesterday or this morning that the Netherlands was getting work done as well? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Now the Netherlands do have quite a few big league players, but still, um, I does that mean it's time for Israel to run on their go on their Cinderella run? I don't know, but the Czech Republic won. Yeah, with a whole bunch of teachers and and construction workers, they <laughs> have cobblers. come together and. <laughs> Yes. They have beat China. That's that's so. Pretty if incredible. the Czech Republic can beat China, the United States can beat China. <laughs> In the world, I, I'm just te- I'm, te- I'm teasing. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm also teasing our Rocky Balboa segment yes. where, you know, oh yeah, if I could change, you could change. Everybody can change. All right, so. If people aren't really following this, and I get probably Saturday, you know, you got things to do. I won't be able to watch live because I'll be at 73 uh, Little League baseball games. But (laughs) Mookie Betts is leading off. Mike Trout is batting second. Paul Goldschmidt is batting third. Nolan Arenado and Pete Alonzo are going to be in the middle of the lineup. You'll have – I don't know how they're going to do it because I was watching practice the other day. At least they were showing highlights of practice from Team USA. And they had Bobby Witt Jr. flipping balls from second base to Tim Anderson at shortstop. Oh. So I'm not exactly sure, uh, you know, the exact team. Like, as in, like, who's going to be up the middle? Because you also have Trey Turner. 
So you have Trey Turner, Golly. you have Bobby Witt Jr., and you have uh, Tim Anderson on this team. So Nolan Arenado will probably play third base every day. Jeff McNeil is a, a guy who's listed as a second baseman, the only player listed as a second baseman on the team. So it looks like Bobby you Wade could be seeing them, yeah. Trey Turner and and Tim Anderson and Bobby Witt Jr. share, and I guess Jeff McNeil too, share the yeah. middle infield in some uh, way. Will Smith. Uh, and JT Real Muto are your catchers. So this is you have a loaded team. You're you're starting nine with bench players. You are loaded as a lineup. Is it because I, I know we're getting in that direction? Is it safe to say the pitching is we, significantly weaker, maybe, or at least weaker than the lineup? Significantly. Ooh. So if I I'm going to start naming pitchers, and it just doesn't seem okay. right to me. But it is what I'm not knocking these guys. They're good pitchers, but they are. We do not have. I say we. The you United just listed States, the best of the best. We in listed baseball. pretty yeah. much the best position players that you could have playing for Team USA. They did all the all the position players said we're in. Here are the pitchers, and the pitchers sometimes don't have a choice. Sometimes the organization, like the Rangers, probably are like, no, we're not letting Jacob Degrom with sure. his with giving him that contract and his injury history go pitch for Team USA that competitively. You have Jason Adam. You have Daniel Bard. You have David Bernard. You have Kyle Freeland, which congratulations to him. My agent is his agent, and he's really not my agent anymore. Uh, Kendall Graveman, uh, Merrill Carroll, Kelly, Lance Lynn, who we know, Nick Martinez, who we know, Who's Miles Michaelis, who yeah. we know, um, Adam Ottavino, Ryan Presley, Brooks Rayleigh, uh, Brady Singer, uh, Adam Wainwright and Devin Williams. That does not sound like the strongest of the strongest. Yeah, for some of these guys, teams. if it was 2015, it'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But Verlander, Scherzer, uh, you Kershaw, know, DeGrom. Whatever, yeah. Kershaw was on it and then was taken out the of it. insurance thing. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, you just look at this, and those are older pitchers, but you just start looking at this and you go, okay, Hitting-wise, they're as good as the Dominican Republic, I would say. And I think those are the two best lineups in the World Baseball Classic. But you just start looking at the rest of the roster. You're like, that's not that great. Now, guys, did you see Max Scherzer the other day cheat the rules, but he made sure to ask the umpire about the rules so it wasn't cheating? Yes. So he gets on the rubber and comes set immediately with 20 seconds left on the clock. Which means the hitter has to be ready to hit. He doesn't get, like, the full time because the pitcher is ready to pitch. Well, the hitter's uncomfortable because then Max Scherzer holds the ball for eight seconds, so he calls timeout. So Max Scherzer steps off the rubber and within half of a second steps on the rubber and comes set because he doesn't need another sign. He already knows the pitch, which means the hitter has to step in. As soon as the hitter eyes look at Max Scherzer, he lifts his leg and throws the ball, strike three. Wow. And Max Scherzer has been doing a lot of research and talking to the umpires, and he has different ways now to manipulate this clock. If he's like, if we're going to use this clock, I'm not going to use it as a disadvantage. I'm going to use it as an advantage. And the umpires told him, you can come set on the rubber and already have your hand set before the hitter even steps into the batter's box. So he is ready to pitch before the hitter has even stepped into the box. And I think it has taken some trial and error to get there because I know at least one of the times he did this, it didn't fly, and he was like, they need to get their S together. And right, so, you got to know the rules as an yeah, umpire. Yeah. I've, I've checked on these. It's very – I feel like what is happening, especially with an older guy like Max Scherzer, is he's almost in a weird way turning into Bill Belichick. 
Like yeah. Belichick, the way that he – like, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. the Ravens had to take a 15-yard penalty because they were illegally lining up, but the refs weren't catching it because they only put four offensive linemen out there, and they were having kind of ineligible receiver, yeah. but Bill Belichick knew so how to manipulate the rule yeah. and how the ref probably wouldn't catch it, and so Harbaugh had to run on the field and take a 15-yard penalty just so he could yell at the refs that they're doing an illegal formation you guys aren't catching it. Yeah. Um. I'm a little uncomfortable with how much we're getting, like we're getting like letter of the rule type interpretations rather than spirit, spirit of the rule yeah. types. But I also wonder, is this something where we're just, baseball players are just going to have to morph and over time get comfortable like batters stepping in and immediately being ready to hit? Yeah, and I think the other thing too is what you might have to do as a hitter is just kind of keep a rhythm going in the batter's box is almost never get set. Now, you can get set as in as the pitcher lifts his leg, but maybe you really, and I think of Pete and Cavillia. I know this is, if you're too young for this, I'm sorry, but he'd wiggle his butt and he would kind of wiggle his hands. And there's a little bit of like, hey, a little bit of rhythm in that. And usually as a hitter, you don't want to be still until the pitcher makes his motion. But I do think guys are really going to have to work on if this is going to be the way baseball is played. Yeah on how you got to kind of keep a rhythm because he might hold the ball for 17 seconds being set. And and that's what Max Scherzer is like. I can pitch the ball immediately as soon as you look up or you have to get set because like, crap, he's about to pitch the ball. And then I don't pitch the ball for 18 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I find this really interesting. Uh, it's going to be a really... I think fun. I think we're going to be upset at times, like uh, when it works against the, the Rangers going, dude, we can't. This isn't fair. And then when the Rangers take advantage of some sort of clock issue rule, we're going to be like, well, that was really cool. You you found a loophole in the rule to help uh, take advantage of something to win the game. So this is definitely, I think, going to be trial and error. And the front office, sorry, the front office, the league office <laughs> is going to have to look at some of these things. Like what Max Scherzer did, we haven't started the season yet. They should eliminate that from happening, but I just don't know if they're going to be that proactive in eliminating something before they've even started real baseball. For the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, a couple quick shout-outs to you. Shout-out to my son, Caden Parker Ford, on his 18th birthday. Woo! Congratulations and happy birthday. And this is a tough one, but I'm I'm glad we're helping out from the 817. Shout out to my dog, Lady Bird, had her 13 years, and we had to say goodbye yesterday. My wife and I are struggling pretty bad. Appreciate the distraction of your show. Glad to help in whatever way you can, and I know so many people listening know how awful it can be when you have to put one of your pets down or they just pass away. Coming up next, we will try to keep the fun going. The biggest questions for the last month of the NBA season, 877-881-1053. If you have your own question, we'll try to answer it and continue with those shout-outs next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.